3: That number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578, to be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emery Moss, glad to be with you, glad to be following Run to Win with Daryl Wood, what a program, what a show, what a man. Number to call here if you have any questions about the Bible, about the Word of God, is area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emory Moss. Hopefully, uh, all of you enjoyed your holiday, all right, in terms of uh, Thanksgiving. I hope you had a wonderful time. And I was kind of absent during that time because I had to celebrate like everyone else. So you had to deal with a pre-recording. Okay, stop crying. I'm here now in the the flesh, okay, at the studio. And so any question that you have that you want to call about or ask about is welcome here. And of course... We've got Luke, the man with the biblical name, who is just one of the fantastic professionals that is serving us today on this particular radio program. All right. And for a guy that's uh, as young as him, he's got a lot of brain power. So we appreciate all that he does on this program. Oh, to quit shaking your head trying to be modest. This is Luke, my friends. Number to call here, area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866 423 To be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Amy Moss. I do want to say hello to my wife, who better be listening to this program. That's right, she better <laughs> uh, be listening to the program today. Uh, and hopefully, uh, many of you are. What I want to deal with today, of course, is anything you lay on the table that we can address. Uh, but I would like to look at uh, what we call hard sayings of the Bible. Well, things where... You want an answer to it, uh, and uh, in order to find that answer, we have to go to Scripture. They're hard sayings because unless we uh, really read the Bible accurately and let Scripture interpret Scripture, it's hard to find answers to some of these, all right? But definitely any answer we give has to be based upon what the Bible says. So let's look at some of the hard sayings of the Bible. But always, I want you to remember one thing. This is your program, not mine. You're the ones who support it. We hope that you keep doing that by sending donations to P.O. Box 05877, P.O. Box 05877, Detroit, Michigan, uh, 48205. And make out those checks to Bible Boot Camp Ministries. And that what, what goes to support this radio program and to keep it before you. All right, one question that comes up, asked whether frequently, it can happen in Sunday school, it can happen uh, in a church uh, meeting, it can happen after a sermon, actually, if you talk about this subject, uh, and the subject has to deal with miracles. And so the question is, one of them is, does God work miracles the same as he did in biblical times, Right. Does God work miracles the same as he did in biblical times? Now, that question must be dealt with specifically, right? Specifically. Because we know that God is, no doubt about it, a miracle-working God. He performs miracles, right? And God uh, performs his miracles in answers to prayer and in accordance with his will. So we know that. But, but are miracles the same today? Do we have the same outpouring of miracles today that we've seen in biblical times, you know, during the Old Testament, during the New Testament? And my answer to that would be that even though I absolutely not only believe but know that God works miracles, okay, that God works miracles, I know also that if God so decides, he can cease from doing miracles, right? Uh, and there's a reason for this. Let's look at some scriptures on it, because, of course, that's what's important, friends, only what the Bible has to say. So, if we go to uh, Hebrews, Hebrews throws some light on it, okay? Hebrews chapter 13 and verse 8, okay? And I hope you have your Bible with you, because this is Bible talk. You always have to have your Bible where you're doing some Bible talking, don't you? That's right. Here in Hebrews chapter 13 and verse 8, it says, Jesus Christ, the same yesterday, today, and forever. So he is the same. Okay? He is a miracle-working God. He can work miracles uh, any time he chooses. That, of course, is something that you know. The question is, does he perform the same miracles today that, like he performed in Old Testament times? Well, a very, very interesting scripture dealing with this. And it's very important to talk about this because... We need to recognize that uh, God does not always uh, answer the prayers that we send forth, right? And uh, sometimes he lets us uh, use medical means to be healed rather than it being a supernatural product of his power, right? And uh, that's just the way it is. If we look at the Bible, let me uh, try to validate both those points. First of all, very interesting passage in Joshua chapter 5, Joshua chapter 5 and verse 12, where it says, now remember, they were, as they were going into in the promised land, all right, and they were walking in some b- barren areas, God allowed this bread called manna to fall from the sky, and they, they fished it on that, that bread. It was called manna, okay? Now, after they got to the promised land, however, all right, and the promised land, had crops, it had corn, it had the food that they needed just coming up out of the ground. Notice what happens in Joshua chapter 5 and verse 11. Joshua 5 and verse 11. When the Bible it says, and they did eat of the old corn of the land on the morrow after the Passover, unleavened bread uh, or unleavened cakes and parched corn in the selfsame same day. So when they got To the promised land, they were able to eat of the land, okay? From the crops that were growing there, right? It was able to sustain them. So, what happens at verse 12? Joshua 5 and 12. And the manna ceased on the morrow after they'd eaten of the old corn of the land. Neither had the children of Israel manna anymore. So, the miracle of this miraculous bread that God was uh, supplying to them from heaven once they got to the promised land where they did not need that miracle, it stopped. Okay? Okay? It says, okay, once again, verse 12, Joshua 5:12. And the manna ceased on the morrow after they had eaten of the old corn of the land. Neither had the children of Israel manna anymore, but they did eat of the fruit of the land of Canaan that year. And they continued to do so. Right? So can God work miracles anytime he chooses? Anytime he chooses, he can definitely do that. However, when seemingly in the Bible, that when natural means can sustain life, then God withdraws the miracles. He does not perform miracles unless uh, it's a dire necessity for him to do so, right? Uh, And now that gets into a great discussion that we can have about health, healing, and physicians. You know, there are some Christians... That astound me, where I've had some that go to a far extreme, and I want to say it's a dangerous extreme in my mind, all right, to say, well, I don't need no doctor. I'm not going to a doctor. Uh, I'm going to let Jesus heal me. Yeah, and, you know, it sounds kind of holy, I guess, to them when they say it, but uh, how do you know that God does not want to heal you through physicians, Can it be possible that God is glad for physicians? And gives them the intelligence to uh, know what to do in terms of helping us with our uh, infirmities. Well, yeah, okay. Uh, and but the real thing, I know, I know what you need. You want to see where the Bible, okay, supports physicians. Now I want to tell you something. Some people are so die hard into this; it must be a miracle from God, or I'm not dealing with it. Till they won't even let Scripture deter them. But let's see if Jesus can do it. Over in Matthew chapter nine. And in verse 12, let's see what Jesus, does Jesus have anything good to say about Dr. Kildare and all, and all the physicians, because that's a TV one, I'm talking about the real guys. But notice here in Matthew 9, what Jesus says in verse 10, Matthew 9 and 10, let's read into it. It says, and it came to pass as Jesus sat at meat in the house, behold, many publicans and sinners came and sat down with him and his disciples. And when the Pharisees saw it, they said unto his disciples, Why eateth your master with publicans and sinners? And when Jesus heard that, he said unto them, mm. He said, They that behold need not a physician, but they that are sick. Okay. Look at it again. They that are whole need not a physician, but they that are sick. Now, this does not mean that God doesn't use supernatural means to heal you, but by virtue of the fact that Jesus said this so clearly, it should be evident that God can, if he desires, use physicians and natural means provided by his creation to do healing. I mean, it's just a fact. So anyone, okay, uh, in the church, I don't want no physicians to deal with me. Listen, there are godly physicians, Christian physicians, who believe in Jesus Christ and in healing power just like you do, but also they know... That physicians can uh, do healing, okay? And God has provided healing for us uh, in nature itself that we can utilize, right? So we need to uh, get out of that deal. Is everything has to be miraculous? Yeah, God can heal miraculously. I believe it. I know. I believe that I uh, had God intervene in some sickness in my life, okay? But still, that does not mean that you don't go to the doctor. That you don't go to physicians. Always remember when someone says that, just take them to that verse, Matthew chapter 9, verse 12, where out of the mouth of the word made flesh, the incarnate deity, Jesus Christ said, But when Jesus heard that, he said unto them, They that behold need not a physician, but they that are sick. So, definitely if you're sick, what he says, pray, but uh, don't have any problem by going and seeing your uh, friendly neighborhood physician. Number to call, area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air. Bible talk with Pastor Emmy Moss, dealing with some sayings that people might say are, you know, hard questions in the Bible, hard questions in the Bible that need answering. And these are the kinds of questions that come up, by the way, in Sunday school, uh, well, you're teaching adults, children, okay, well, it doesn't matter. If you're talking about the Bible, there are hard passages that are there that need an answer, okay? And so that's what you become is not just a teacher, but also a answer person, right? Someone who can defend the faith and go to the Scriptures to show people uh, what to believe and why to believe it based upon Scripture. And I want to tell you something. No matter how much we study still There'll be things about the Bible that we just don't know. It's too awesome a book. It is. But we can do the best we can, and the best we can comes from opening up up that Bible and then dealing with issues from the Word of God. All right, that number to call, area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578. Going to take a break, and we'll be right back.
1: Your love isn't confined to an Advent calendar. It doesn't stop when the Christmas lights come down. With the Salvation Army, your love lasts all year long. It puts a present under someone's tree today and a roof over someone's head tomorrow. It brightens Christmas morning and the hardest nights for hardworking families. Together, we love beyond Christmas. Give $25 a month to support families all year long at sametrodetroit.org.
4: What if you could unpack once and wake up in a new breathtaking destination every morning. Join Alistair Begg on a Mediterranean cruise, August 26th to September 4th, 2023. Along with teachings from God's word, you'll experience the creator's handiwork in the never-ending vistas of the Mediterranean before stepping into picturesque villages and iconic cities in Italy, Malta, Greece, Croatia, and more. Enjoy gorgeous blue seas while exploring iconic biblical destinations where Paul preached the gospel. Off the ship, immerse yourself in the wonder of some of the world's most famous cathedrals, museums, and works of art. Combine this with daily teaching and friendly fellowship. You won't want to miss this trip of a lifetime. Call 855-565-5519 to join or visit deeperfaithcruise.com.
1: on the radio listeners square and use the promo code run to win you will also get deep discounts on all my pillow products including the giza dreams bed the my pillow mattress topper and my pillow towel sets or call 800-919-5912 800-919-5912 800-919-5912 and use the promo code run to win at checkout for the best night's sleep
2: in the whole wide world visit mypillow.com
5: what if i told you you can save a baby's life For just $28. Well, it's true. Preborn is a ministry doing just that with the help of people like you by offering free ultrasound sessions to pregnant girls and women who otherwise might choose to end their pregnancy. We know that pregnant girls and women who can see their babies on ultrasound are far more likely to choose life. Your gift today can save babies' lives. Just $28 can give a mother the chance to see the truth of the baby that is growing inside her. $140 can do this for five girls and women. Whether you want to save one baby or five or hundreds, that opportunity is just a click or phone call away. Call 833-850-BABY. That's 833-850-2229. Or click on the preborn banner at faithtalkdetroit.com. The life-changing truth of Scripture has
0: dynamic power and an element of danger the danger of being accountable to its truth. John MacArthur shows you how to make sure you're experiencing the Bible's power and avoiding its danger as he continues his study called Getting in Step with the Christian Walk.
5: Join him here for the next Grace to You. So join me, John MacArthur, and study along on Grace to You weekday mornings at 8 here on WLQV.
3: number to call area code 866-423-9578 area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air bible talk with pastor emmy moss and that music that you hear coming in and going out that's all done by this young guy with a brain That's Luke. He's doing it for us, and we appreciate him being here with us today. Uh, And any calls you have about any subject are welcome. As long as it's biblical, as long as it's theological, it is welcome here. That number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578, to be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emery Moss. Now, a number of questions uh, uh, can always arise, uh, but just as there are good questions, there are good answers, to questions found within the Word of God. And so that is why it's very important for us to study, to show ourselves approved workmen and workwomen <laughs> under God that need not be ashamed, rightfully dividing the Word of truth. So, hard questions. Here's another one that comes up, can come up in the in the process of you teaching Sunday school or teaching a lesson, all right, where uh, the, the question becomes this, what does it mean to work out your own salvation what does it mean to work out your own salvation or to work out your salvation okay so what's what's that all about okay uh, seems to some to be contradictory to some other things that we see in Scripture so let's look at this and see uh, what is meant okay by working out your own salvation okay well uh, so there's two passages to look at first of all I guess, what we should do is look at the uh, passage that deals with the area of work, right? Uh, And that's found over in Philippians 2 and 12. Philippians 2 and 12, where over there, in that particular chapter, written by uh, Paul, okay, he brings this insight uh, to us, where he says in Philippians chapter 2 and in verse 12, Wherefore, my beloved, As you have always obeyed, not as in my absence only, but now much more, uh, I'm sorry, not as in my presence only. Wherefore, my beloved, as you have always obeyed, not as in my presence only, but now much more in my absence when I'm not there. Paul writes, work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. Walk out your own salvation with fear and trembling. So some would say, well, wait a minute, okay? I got to work it out, okay? I thought I was saved by faith, saved by grace. Wait a minute, okay? Paul here, because he says that you are to work out your own salvation with fear and trembling, uh, he's not saying that it is works that accomplish it. Sounds like it. Oh, sounds a lot lot like it. But as always, uh, remember, Scripture interprets Scripture, right? Scripture interprets Scripture, Keep your finger on that place that we've just looked at. And let's go to another passage of Scripture that has to be considered whenever we talk about the subject of salvation, right? Over in Ephesians chapter 2. Now watch what Paul says here, all right? What he says here. And he's not contradicting himself at all. What he's doing is he's saying, putting two things that go together, okay? Two things that go together. Notice in Uh, Ephesians chapter 2, verse 8 to 9, where, and let's read verse 7, also give ourselves more traction. Ephesians chapter 2, verse 7, that in the ages to come, he might show the exceeding riches of his grace and his kindness towards us through Christ Jesus. For by grace are you saved, through faith, and that not of yourselves, it is the gift of man, not of works, Least any man should boast. Now, now, notice what he says. We are saved by grace, okay? Through faith. It's not of yourselves, it is the gift of God, not of works, least any man should boast. Okay? So, he's saying it's not your works uh, that alone that saved First of all, you're saved by grace. If, if it wasn't for Jesus Christ dying on the cross, you would, my friends, I would we're we are all in the same position, have absolutely nothing. Thank God, uh, uh, and thank God, thank Jesus, thank God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit, the Trinity, hallelujah, that we are saved because Jesus died on the cross for our sin. Right? Now, but what is he saying? By grace are you saved. Okay? Uh, not of works, least any man should boast. Well, if we look, Again, at Philippians chapter 2 and verse 12. Wherefore, my beloved, as you have always obeyed, not as in my presence only, but now much more in my absence, work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. Work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. So what Paul is really saying, putting these two concepts together, is this. That you cannot work out salvation unless you have it. Once you are born again, then you become a new creature in Christ. Then you can actually practice, okay, living for the Lord, right? So, in other words, uh, you have to have salvation before you can work it out. So, what he's talking about works, not you starting from scratch. He's talking about someone who's born again, who has received uh, salvation, name already written in heaven, being able to work out their own salvation with fear and trembling, right? So in other words, it's just like if I were to ask you a question, in order to be a person who is a metal worker, to work with metals, okay? Uh what do you have to have? Metal. You have to have metal to work it out. If you didn't have any metal, you could not call yourself a metal worker. And you cannot call yourself a Christian unless you've been you've been born again, you're a new creature in Christ. You have received salvation. Now your job is to yeah, to act like what you are, a born-again believer, all right? So actually, there's no real problem there as long as you're able to let Scripture interpret Scripture concerning those verses. Number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578. To be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emory Moss. Any question you have about the Bible that you want to uh, talk about, friends, it is welcome here on on this particular program. That is what we do. We deal with the Bible, theology, Christian living, apologetics, all those subjects uh, and more. So if you want to deal with that, all you have to do is call us at area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air Bible talk with Pastor Emery Moss, pastor of strictly biblical Bible teaching ministries, which right now for a while until we find ourselves a permanent church home, we're fellowshipping um, uh, in Clawson, Michigan. That's right. That's where our fellowship is. That's where our Sunday services are. And that is also where our Monday night Bible study is being held. Now, for more information about that, uh, you can dial this number and dial it during business hours, uh, and they start at about 1030, okay, and uh, on until possibly about 2 or 3. But you can call area code 313-933-9270. That's area code 313-933-9270 to be on the air, Bible Talk, uh, with Pastor Emmy Moss. Uh, and that number you call there, of course, that doesn't get your Bible Talk, but that gets you to our manager, okay, <laughs> It's strictly biblical, right? I'm, I'm talking so fast, I'm putting everything together. <laughs> that is where you call to find out about what's happening at our church services. And so it might be something of interest there for you that you would like to participate in. So that number, area code 313-933-9270, area code 313-933-9270. Find out about our Sunday services and our Monday night Bible study. All right, back to work, back to work. And uh, some questions, easy, some questions, hard. That's just the way it is. That's why you've got to be a student of the Word. You absolutely must. Okay? Um, and if a pastor ever gives you a Bible and says, hey, you look, like, um, you look like you can teach Sunday school, let him know unless you have some kind of training that's offered by the church or something, you're not going to be teaching a Sunday school lesson. You need to be prepared. And what happens is Sunday school teachers need to learn more than just what they're going to teach that Sunday. I remember that's the way in some Baptist churches they do it. They just study the lesson for that. No, no. You need to study the whole Bible because Scripture interprets Scripture, right? And uh, the one place you don't want to be unprepared when it comes down to answering questions, is in Sunday school. i mean to tell you. Uh, adults can ask some whoppers, but teenagers, wow, okay, they can ask some as well. Okay? So remember that. Number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air. Bible Talk with Pastor Emery Moss. Here's a question, okay? Kind of controversial in some circles, right? But it will come up, friends. This question will come up as well. Okay? If you're in a Bible study, if you're at your church uh, and you start studying, uh, especially Paul's writings, okay, you come across something that's very interesting. And the question that flows out of this is this. Here's the question. Does God allow Satan to punish us with sickness? (laughs) Wow. Does God allow Satan to punish us with sickness. What do you think about that one? Now, of course, you can believe whatever you want, but the only thing that matters is what the Bible teaches. That's it. You can talk all day. It's up to you. I can talk all day. But unless we go to Scripture, we will not be able to find our answer. And if we find an answer outside of Scripture, then it doesn't help us because it's got to be supported by God's Word. So what is the answer to the question? Does God allow Satan to punish us with sickness? My answer to that question, it might enrage some of you. It might make some of you not want to watch, oh, I'm sorry, not watch, but listen to this program ever again with me on it. Before you make that decision, though, do send your last donation to support us. (laughs) But I'm going to say the answer to this question is one that you nor I want to hear. But in answer to the question, Does God allow Satan to punish us with sickness or to use sickness in any way concerning us? Wow. The answer to that question, I believe, is absolutely yes. That God does allow Satan to uh, punish us. Or, we can put it another way, if it's not punishment, discipline us with sickness. God allows Satan to do it. Yes, God allows Satan to do it. Now, for me to say that means absolutely zip, zero, nothing. It must be proven by the Word of God. Okay? And so, is there a place in the Bible where this is proven? Well, let's go see. Number to call, area code eight six six four two three nine five seven eight. Area code eight six six four two three nine five seven eight. To be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emery Moss. And I want to tell you, there are a lot of intriguing questions in the Bible. That is why Sunday school teachers and pastors have to be prepared, because people have questions and legitimate questions. Uh, These are questions that come from the text itself, right? And so we must be uh, ready for questions to come. That's a part of the game. Students have questions, and hopefully uh, good teachers have answers, all right? Number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578, to be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emory Moss. Any question that you have is welcome here. Understand you're not interrupting me at all if you call with a question of your very own. Yeah, I can stay right on point, and you can have your question answered, and it'll benefit the listening audience. Yes, it will. So, dial that number, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emery Moss. And so, uh, is there anybody waiting to, um, uh, on a, not, yet. not yet, all right, remember that number if you want to call in. All right, looking at this, remember, I said yes, does God allow Satan to punish us with sickness? I think the answer to that question is yes. Why? Let me take you to the Bible and show you. Over in 2 Corinthians chapter 12, right? Paul, okay? Paul had an experience that was out of sight. He did, okay? Uh, I read many books where people say they've had a similar experience, but I don't necessarily believe uh, this from everyone. I know Paul did because (laughs) it's in Scripture. And here in 2 Corinthians chapter 12 and verse 1. Paul writes this way, It is not expedient for me, doubtless to glory. I will come to visions and revelations of the Lord. Then he says this, and he's being very careful here, right? Because he's talking about himself, but he is being so humble till he doesn't even want to mention his name. So it says at verse two, Second Corinthians 12 and 2, I knew a man in Christ above 14 years ago. Okay? Uh, whether in the body, I cannot tell, or whether out of the body, I cannot tell. God knows such a one, caught up to the third heaven. Come on, Paul, why you got to be so deep? But he is. He's getting real deep here, right? He's talking about himself. Talking about I knew a man, that man was him. But he's being very humble here, okay? He's being humble. And there's a reason why he's being humble, okay? He's not being braggadocious like a lot of people in leadership want to be here, uh-uh. He said in 2 Corinthians 12 and 2, I knew a man in Christ above 14 years ago. Whether in the body, I cannot tell, or whether out of the body, I cannot tell. God knows such a one caught up to the third heaven. Now, anyone who knows anything about the theology of heaven knows that there are three heavens, right? One is the upper atmosphere when you look into the sky, right, where you see the clouds. Number two is uh, in what we call space, all right, where the sun, moon, and stars have their dwelling place. The third heaven, the final one, is the throne of God. That's right, where God sits on his throne, okay, from where he rules, the position he rules from, all right. So, but what Paul says is absolutely fascinating, okay. He says he was cut up to the third heaven, okay, to where God's throne room was and is, and I knew such a man, whether in the body or out of the body, I cannot tell. God knows, okay? And he, he was being so humble, he did not even want to mention his name, okay? Unlike so many people who have experiences with God today, they want to brag about it. I'm this, I'm that. Take a lesson from Paul. He said that, verse 4, how that he was caught up into paradise and heard unspeakable words, which it is not lawful for a man to utter. All right. So he went to heaven. He went to heaven, had a vision in heaven, and came back. And he couldn't even talk about it. Okay. He says it was not lawful for a man to to, uh, utter it. Okay. In other words, God put a wrap on it. Okay. He let Paul enter the third heaven and behold stuff and see things that he couldn't tell us about. Okay. Paul knew about it, but he could not tell us about it. Right. Uh, and he says, verse 4, very clear, Second Corinthians 12 and 4, how that he was caught up into paradise and heard unspeakable words, which is, is not lawful for a man to utter. That's what he said. Okay? And so then he continues in verse 5, of such and one will I glory, yet of myself I will not glory, but in my infirmities. Right. So in other words, he didn't want to glory. He didn't tell anybody. Okay? He didn't want to brag about his trip to heaven. He didn't want to brag about it at all. He said he would rather talk about his infirmities. So he had infirmities of some kind from this. Fascinating. Look at verse six. For though I would desire to glory, I shall not be a fool. Okay? This is Second Corinthians twelve and six. For though I would I would for though I would desire to glory, I shall not be a fool. For I will say the truth. But now I forbear. Least any man should think of me above that which he sees me to be, or he that hears of me. Now, this next verse is an awesome one because it is also instructive to us in Christian living uh, as we live for Christ. One thing that we we need to make sure we do, if we're in leadership, if we're preachers, evangelists, whatever we're doing to serve the Lord, all right, that we must remain humble. Not become braggadocious, not brag about yourself, talking about what you know, how God is using you. Oh, you can give some testimony, but be careful. Your job is not to exalt yourself. Your job is to exalt he who is already highly exalted, and that is God, okay? That is God, okay? And Jesus Christ, okay? That is where the glory comes, not you, okay? And so definitely one thing that, Many of us need to learn, and especially those in leadership, be humble, okay? And so there were steps that God took to keep Paul humble, and that's what he's talking about in verse 7. And least I should be exalted above measure through the abundance of the revelations. Oh, if he could write something about his view in heaven, I would have bought that book. I don't buy the ones on the market today, but we know Paul went there and lest I should be exalted above measure through the abundance of the revelations. There was given to me a thorn in the flesh. Now, thorn in the flesh means what it says, something that attacked him physically, that was allowed to attack him physically. And what he called it was this. He said, there was given to me a thorn in the flesh, the messenger of Satan. Okay? However it was done, he says Satan was behind it. To, to buffet me, least I should be exalted above measure. Okay? So something happened to him physically. Some believe it had to do with his eyesight, okay, being impacted. Over in Galatians, uh, he talks about where he couldn't uh, uh, see too well. Okay, could have been. Okay, but one thing we know: something happened. Some thorn in the flesh it wasn't a sin that he did. A thorn in the flesh, something that impacted him physically. Where notice what he says to buffet me, least I should be exalted above measure. Okay, God allowed this to happen to keep him humble. Okay, verse eight. Okay, here Second Corinthians twelve and eight. For this thing I besought the Lord thrice that it might depart from me, and he got an answer. Oh <laughs> man, we we can learn a lot about prayer from this. And Paul got an answer from Jesus himself. Okay, because we have the red uh, red letter edition; it tells you right. And he said in verse nine, and he said unto me, this is what the Lord told him. My grace is sufficient for thee. Okay. My strength is made perfect in weakness. Did you hear that? My grace is sufficient for thee. My strength is made perfect in weakness. Sometimes in order for God to get the glory. We have to be humbled. We have to be very careful in boosting ourselves and make sure that we're honoring God. Right? So that's what happened, that whatever it was, okay, we don't know exactly what it was, but, he, but Paul called it the messenger of Satan to buffet him. That means not something happening on the inside, but the outside, right? And so once he heard that from Jesus, Paul said, Most gladly, therefore, will I rather glory in my infirmities, that the power of Christ may rest upon me, and then catch this if you want an important verse to help you when you're down, when you're not uh feeling well, when psychologically you're uh you're being oppressed or all of this, look at verse ten, okay, look at second corinthians uh chapter uh twelve and verse ten. Wow, okay, therefore Paul said something that you don't hear much today in the positive confession movement, right here. In 2 Corinthians chapter 12, in verse 10, he said, Therefore, I take pleasure in infirmities, in reproaches, in necessities, in persecutions, in distressions. In other words, we need to get to the point where even though we're down, even though we see turmoil on every side, even though we're sick, we say, bring it on, bring it on. Therefore, I take pleasure in infirmities, in reproaches, in necessities, in persecutions, in distresses, for Christ's sake. For when I'm weak, then am I strong. Wow, wow. When I'm weak, then I am strong. Don't think you have to be walking all in the power of God, everything going your way, I name it and claim it. No, no, that's not where the victory is won. It isn't. The victory is won when you can take pleasure in things that are happening that are rotten infirmities, reproaches, necessities, persecutions, and distresses. Oh yeah, that's when you're on the good foot <laughs> with God, okay? For Christ's sake, for when I'm weak, then am I strong. Powerful stuff. So, message of Satan, not sure what it was, but we know it was something that did impact him physically. That's for sure, okay? And but uh it was done for the glory of God. Okay, In fact, we need to learn this from Paul. My grace is sufficient, Jesus said to him. He says the same thing to us. Uh, and I've uh, uh, definitely applied this to my life because I had some infirmities that were going on really bad back in my 50s when um, you know I had a stroke. Yeah. Now, I am 71. Now, I had a birthday this month. Happy birthday, Pastor. Yeah, that's right. And some people have told me that I look pretty good for a 71-year-old man. Okay? Luke says that, but, you know, Luke will say anything for a buck. All i got to give no, him five the, dollars.
6: Those people aren't lying, Pastor Moss. You look fantastic for 71. <laughs> you really do.
3: <laughs> well, God bless you, young man. I wish I looked like you. All right. Number to call, uh, area code eight six six four two three nine five seven eight. Take a break. Be right back.
6: They've helped qualify consumers with over a billion dollars in debt and are a rated with the Better Business Bureau. So don't wait. Get the relief you need during these hard economic times. For this free information, call the Accredited Debt Relief Hotline now. Call 800-786-2300. 800-786-2300. That's 800-786-2300.
1: In those days, ten men from all the nations will take hold of the garment of a Jew and say, we want to go with you, for we know that God is with you. Join Messianic Jewish evangelist Rabbi Kurt Schneider as he shares authentic teaching from the Old and New Testaments, unfolding revelation today for your brighter tomorrow on Discovering the Jewish Jesus.
6: Right here on Faith Talk
2: Detroit, weekday mornings at 1130.
4: Matt Boone here for the folks at Swiss America. Rock solid foundations are vital in life, in business and in finance because in the end only what we've built on a firm foundation will withstand the storms of life. Today, the economic storms are raging and the foundations of everything are being tested. The world economy has never looked shakier and gold, the world's oldest and most trusted form of money, is also grabbing headlines. Now is the time to put your future on a rock-solid foundation. Swiss America will help you create an indestructible asset today. Discover the timeless truth about gold and silver by calling Swiss America or visiting online at SwissAmerica.com.
3: 800-978-3908. 800-978-3908. 800-978-3908. Once again, that's 800
5: 978 3908.
2: FM 92.7, AM 1500,
4: the mobile app or on the web. We're all the same great Faith
6: Talk Detroit. You're listening to FM 92.7 and AM 1500 WLQV Faith Talk Detroit in Odyssey Station.
3: That number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578, to be on the air just as Greg is right now from Detroit. How you doing, Greg?
2: Oh, I am doing so great, Pastor Moss. Well, thank oh, you.
3: Thank I'm delighted. Yes, I'm delighted
2: that you're back on the air live. <laughs> well, I'm
3: uh, glad to be here.
2: Yes. I've, I've been sending a, uh, a sustainer. I sent one fifty dollars. Uh, last month. I sent one this month. I'm gonna send another fifty dollars next week. God bless you. So you need to stay on. I, I I've been li- listening to you for like two years now. Oh, wonderful. And, um, yes, yeah, you know, and I'm in complete agreement with you. Okay. Okay. And I will try to um get out there to crossing if I can.
3: All right. To definitely. Me. We look I'm seventy one to- also. Oh, seventy one. You sound like you're thirty man or or twenty five. Well,
2: yeah, people
3: say yeah. Like you
2: were just saying about uh, uh they don't they don't think you look like you're seventy one. A lot of people tell me I don't look like I'm seventy one. I'll be seventy two in April. My goodness, are well, you making me feel good, brother? <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> I really appreciate you, Pastor. I really do.
3: All right. Well, I appreciate your Thank call. Thank you so much. Yeah, you've made my Bless day. Bless you. Thank you. Bye bye. Bye bye. That number to call: area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578. It'll be on the air Bible Talk with Pastor Emmy Moss. And just as he is doing, you can do as well. We definitely uh, uh, can use all of the donations that you send. And I want you to know, I do not get paid for doing the radio program. It's from the church. And okay? so all the proceeds go to support radio. That's where it goes. Uh, and so if you would like to have this continue, then please send donations to PO Box 5877 that's PO Box 05877, Detroit, Michigan 48205. That's the area code. And make out those checks to Bible Bootcamp Ministries. That's what keeps us going on. Number to call here is area code 866 423 9578. Area code 866 423 9578 to be on the air. Bible talk with Pastor Emmy Moss as we deal with hard sayings from the Bible. That's right. Uh, And some are more harder than others, but regardless, we want to be ready to answer all questions that come to us, uh, especially if we're Sunday school teachers, pastors, uh, uh, teaching a class of any kind. We need to know the Scriptures because there's questions that will come, like this one. Should Christians keep the Sabbath? Should Christians keep the Sabbath day? What is the answer to that question? Sabbath day, of course, being Saturday, okay, mentioned in the Old Testament, the Sabbath day, should Christians keep the Sabbath day? My answer to that is categorically yes, if you want to, if you want to keep it, yes. Okay? Now you say, well, what, you mean uh, I, I don't have to do it? Well, based upon the Bible, in my estimation of it, in my reading of it, now what happens, understand, and uh, uh, I'm not really hardly dogmatic on this issue, all right? This is not an issue concerning your uh, heaven or hell. To some, it is. Uh, but I don't think God is going to punish people who just won't understand the clear reading of a scripture. All right? Because it's real clear. There's a number of places we can go. But basically, I do like Jesus in most cases. Jesus only used like one scripture or two to answer questions that came because they were definitive. And here in Romans chapter 14, it's absolutely definitive. I mean... This is written by Paul, a Pharisee. He knew the Old Testament like his face, right? He taught it. He knew it. He understood it, right? This is what the Bible says. Until someone can somehow uh, cause this to mean something different from what it says, then have to admit that we can stop the belief that we have to honor the Sabbath days or we're breaking God's law. Why? Because... The Sabbath days have been fulfilled. They had a purpose. They have been fulfilled. Now, there's a number of places we can look at, but time permitting, Romans chapter 14 is pretty clear, and it gets into some other things as well, because there are some people who want to follow the dietary laws. Listen, follow the dietary laws of the Old Testament if you want. Definitely, you can do that, okay? Uh, But it's not mandatory, not mandatory. Uh, but it's, it's good not to eat uh, uh, too much pig all right, and stuff of that nature. Uh, and, of course, stay away from uh, uh, blood, but that's another issue altogether. Blood should not be something that's consumed, okay? Uh, but in terms of meat in and of itself, well, there's some changes that we see as the New Testament fulfills the old. Romans chapter 14, verse 1, let me shut up and read to you what Paul says. This is from Paul. This is what he writes. Okay, Romans chapter fourteen, verse one. Tell me what he means here. Uh, don't uh, whatever your position is. I want to know what is Paul talking about. Where he says in Romans fourteen one, him that is weak in the faith, receive you not, but to doubtful disputations. Here yeah. he says, don't argue with people about everything, especially about things that are doubtful. Then he says this. He gives this example here. Romans chapter fourteen and verse two. One believes that he may eat all things. Another who is weak eats herbs. Okay, So one that believes, he's talking about believers here. For one believes that he may eat all things. Another who is weak eats herbs. Let no man that eats despise him that eats not. And let not him which eateth not judge him that eats, for God has received him. So basically it seems here he's saying not to be judgmental about dietary rules anymore. Right? That's what he seems to be talking about here. Verse four: Who art thou that judges another man's servant? Okay. Verse four: Romans fourteen and four: Who art thou that judges another man's servant? To his own master he stands or falls. Yes, he is able to be holding up, for God is able to make him stand. Okay. So first he talks about meat. Okay, uh, and he's going to talk about that more in some other contexts. But here he's saying that the dietary dietary laws. Now there are some. Uh, laws that are good for your health but then not necessarily an indication anymore of something you have to do to be holy. Let's put it that way. Uh, Then we get to days of worship, okay, which was our key point, right? Here in Romans 14 and 5, this is what Paul says. He couldn't say this if still the church had to follow the Sabbath day rule. He says, Romans 14 verse 5, one man esteems one day Above another. Another esteems every day alike. That's what Paul said. Let every man be fully persuaded in his own mind. Wow. So, in other words, he's telling you that you can worship on the Sabbath day. That can be, you could still do it. But it is not mandatory, okay, as it was in Old Testament times. Why? Because he tells us, Romans. 14.5 One man esteems one day above another, another esteems every day alike. Let every man be fully persuaded in his own mind. He that regards the day regards it unto the Lord, and he that regards not the day to the Lord, he does not regard it. He that eats, eats to the Lord, for he gives God thanks, and he that eateth not to the Lord, he eateth not and gives God thanks. So, in other words, what he's basically saying is, you cannot judge people anymore by, based on the Sabbath day. If we just look at that space, the same as with the dietary laws as well, but um, you can't tell someone, you know, you're on your way to hell, you're eating too much bacon, or or you have to worship on this day, or you're going to, no, that, that is what he says in verse, this is what Paul writes, okay, inspired by the Holy Spirit in Romans 14 5. One man esteems one day above another. Another esteems every day alike. Let every man be fully persuaded in his own mind. So if you're fully persuaded in your own mind, then you're not under that law anymore. What? That means we don't follow the law? No, we follow the laws of Christ. Okay? In fact, Jesus came to fulfill the law, Matthew chapter 5. So all the things that were spoken of there have been fulfilled in Jesus Christ. Okay? in old testament law you offered a lamb in sacrifice <laughs> in new testament one offering for one time okay no, not the bl- blood of an animal lamb the blood of the lamb of god jesus christ himself okay so once a person really understands that that it, being a new new testament christian okay it doesn't do away with the law moses Law has been fulfilled by Jesus Christ, and to be honest with you, if you really were to examine the Beatitudes written by Jesus, okay, how he talks about the fulfillment on how what he says fulfills what Moses wrote, okay, you will (laughs) see that actually what he says is a lot more tighter. Okay, Moses said, "Thou shalt not kill." Jesus says, basically in the Beatitudes, over in Matthew five, don't even think about it. You're a new creature in Christ. All right. Well, once again, our time has drawn to a close. This is when me and Luke just cry. We just cry because if we could, we'd be here longer. Wouldn't we? Wouldn't we, Luke?
2: We could do this all night, Pastor Moss. You're the best in the biz. So unfortunately, they they put us in a time restriction, though.
3: (laughs) But I like that best in the biz. I'm going to use that. I know I'm the best in the biz. All right. But God bless all of you. Uh, hopefully you enjoyed your uh, holiday so far, Thanksgiving. Christmas is coming, okay? And I don't mind the kids in Santa Claus, right? At least they call him Saint Nick, okay? And there was really a Christian gentleman who went by that name and did gifts. But we know that the real reason for the season, as far as we are concerned, is Jesus Christ. Everything about him, his birth, his life, his death, his soon resurrection. God bless you, everyone. Pastor Moss, Sister Moss, I'm on my way home. We'll see you next time. Sponsored by Bible Boot
5: Camp Ministries. Monday on Truth For Life, Alistair Begg takes a look at Luke's purpose for writing his gospel.
0: His purpose is to write an historical account which would provide a solid basis for Christian faith.
5: Join us as we begin a study in Luke's Gospel Monday on Truth for Life with Alistair Begg.
1: Alistair Begg, weekday mornings at 8 30 on FM 92.7 and AM 1500.
0: Faith talk to truth.
6: You're listening to FM 92.7 and AM 1500 to